everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards Comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So anything can go Hell be exclusively fill the past enemy Saber tooth And you killed your dad for the second time in hell Man tell me that's not badass Man tell me that ain't badass Hey Dustin what's going on over there you look hot about something <sighs> Grumbly sounds oh, yeah. How could an avid comic book reader A huge comic book fan be upset while reading a comic book. I don't know. It just happens. Hmm. But the cover of that issue and the look of your face looks like something really tears your turd box. Mmm. Yeah, it does. That's right. Tears your turd box. CBMFP's new segment for you, the people, where you come to us and tell us what tears your turd box. What gets you pissed off, hot, bothered, ugh, angry, handshaking, children being struck, when your favorite comic book companies, characters, writers, just basically take everything you love, shat on it right in front of you. Right in front of you. Perfect story. Going great. Gotcha. And that's how they end it? You, you end it? That, that's okay to you? Everyone agreed to end it like that. You fucking assholes. Killed your favorite character? It's probably happened. Probably happened a couple times. Well, he probably came back, and you're just like, what the yeah. fuck? Why'd you kill him in the first place? And then, as comic readers, you learn so much about storytelling. <laughs> you learn you learn so much about the comic hustle, yep. <laughs> how a buck is made, because that's what they're going to do, and that's what they're going to keep doing. So, it's kind of like, these are the worst moments in comics. They're the, con- the moments that resonate with you. More than good storylines do. Exactly. It's the moments where you're just, where you're shocked. Where you, basically, the trust was betrayed. Yes. You were just, you would follow these guys to hell and back. And then they were just like, not after this storyline. Yeah. They were like, no, no, don't look behind you. And then you did, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? What? Now I'm stuck in Hades. Exactly. And Hades happens to be your comic book shop, and you kind of want to keep buying to see what they do. But you're so angry. You're like, fuck these guys. That's the kind of stuff we're going to talk to, or talk about today. We'll talk to each other about it. You, the listeners, and, you know, we love every one of you. You actually sent us some feedback. And a couple of uh, regular comic bastards and new comic bastards sent some feedback as well. Exactly. How, I see we just get down to it. Let's do it. How would you, how would you like to start? Do you have one you'd like to start with, or would you like to save it for later? I'd like or? to save it for later. All right, that's very so good. I, can get, I want to get warmed up with my heatedness. Mm. This is going to... You want, you want to start off kind of light? Yeah. You want to maybe tackle some numbering? Yeah, let's do that one. That's a good That's a good kickoff point. A good friend of Sean Sutz from Google+. Plus, and, you know, I apologize ahead of time if names are butchered. That's not our forte here. Not our I'm not a modern linguist. I don't. Nope. Renumbering and goofy numbering. I think Marvel's notorious for this. Marvel's about the only one that does this. Really? It was yeah, just kind of saying Marvel without saying Marvel. Yeah. But then I said Marvel. Yeah. And the cat's like, meow, I mean, the there's, there's been some other, you know, crap. I mean, the 90s was notorious for 
half issues. Here's a <laughs> here's a hat one half issue. Wizard exclusive. All they do is buy the shitty magazine. Ugh, Wizard. In which case, then anyone that dealt with Wizard, you know, so Image, DC, Marvel, they all had the half issues, which are worth shit. In case you're wondering, shit. So as <laughs> someone looks on his wall and just has them all framed, it's like oh, is this Daredevil and this Deadpool one half not worth anything? Nothing. Not even the paper it's printed on. He just burns it. <laughs> He's like, ah, I didn't take it off the wall first. Why do they do that, you think? <clears throat> Marketing. Well, I mean, the point one, Marvel's said that it is there for, like, new readers to be able to jump on. That, wouldn't Clearly, that confuse new readers even more? Yeah. Now well, there's well, fucking math involved? Point one. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, and clearly it didn't work. Because they want to be rebooting their own entire line. Yeah. If, the, if that had worked for new readers. It was obviously like their last ditch effort of, let's see if this works. If it does, then we don't reboot. And we can just use this formula instead. But and it also helped them squeak out a couple extra issues, which is what they've been trying dying to, do. to do. Yeah. They're just, you know, we want to do more than 13 issues a year. We want to do like 15, 16 of the same book that everyone's buying consistently. So. So they become burned out on it, and the stories get thinner, and then they hate us. Yeah, and we have to go. And I mean, they'll never hate us, but, yeah. more and more. So, um, yeah, I mean, I the goofy numbering of like the point ones, that's just it's just dumb. Like you just look at it and you're like, fuck that. I have not bought a single point one book. And just because I'm just it. like, all right. So you, what you have told me as a consistent reader is this issue is worthless for me. It is going to bring nothing to the table for me because I am already familiar with this storyline and these characters. And this creative team. I don't need this issue. Right. Because if I'm looking on the outside, I mean, I'm on the outside looking in, excuse me, and I see a point on shit, I'm going to be like, oh, this is 15.1. If I'm a new reader, how the hell am I supposed to understand what that is? Yeah, there's no way for you to go. I've never followed comics. Yeah. I don't get Marvel's, you know, newsletter where I'm just like, oh, exactly. so that means shit to me. Yeah, no, there's no way unless they ask questions, which new readers are notoriously intimidated by comic shops because they feel like everyone's just sitting there looking down on them. Which in a lot of the time, yeah, yeah, there's there's those shops. There are, you know, and it's unfortunate bullshit elitist type mentality. All the shops I've been to in California, they are super fucking helpful and friendly. And yeah. the last thing they want is for you. Because they're one month from going out of business. <laughs> the, you know, wow, yeah, rents are high here. Um, you know, that, the last thing they want is to scare away a new customer. Exactly. It's like the exact opposite. But, yeah, without asking questions, there's no way to know that that issue's for you. You're interested, this this caught your eye, you should get that one because of a point one on it. Yeah. And you figure it would stagger, like, the reader's just like what is this point one shit why do i gotta sit through this yeah it's almost like you failed the class you had to take it again you kind of know everything except for the very end because that's where you <laughs> failed <laughs> um for the renumbering hopefully that'll go away i don't think it will no because marvel's been notorious for like when a book hits 500 600 whatever and if it had been restarted previously, that'll switch over. So you can be at like issue thirty-two, and all of a sudden, the next issue's six hundred. Like Fantastic Four did it, and it was a mess because it was <clears throat> probably the fourth volume mm-hmm. technically at that point. And then all of a sudden, it was just like six hundred, yay, suck a dick. And you're like, what? What happened? Where was I? <laughs> yeah, but that's even worse. That would confuse people even more. Yeah, and then there's been like. Wolverine, I think six thousand, I want to say, or one thousand, or something. 
you know, and DC mm. had the, the 1 million issues, which obviously that didn't work yeah, out because, stupid. you know, they restarted all that shit. So. <laughs> um, you can almost be like DC. Everything you've done the last five years hasn't been working out. Yeah. Well, I hate to kick Marvel's ass this month. Well, last month. Yeah. Well, wait till Marvel. What have you? Reboots. And yeah. Then it's, it's just going to continue game the on. battle. Um, yeah, the renumbering. And it's just gotten to the point where if I see it, it I don't bother with it. It's just a, it's a 100% sales gimmick. And unless it's an ongoing series that I was going to continue buying anyways, and at which point, you know. Now it's questionable. Would, yeah, it's questionable. It's kind of like, all right, well, what are you doing from this point on? Right. Can I take you serious? But for the most part, I was already going to buy it, and the numbering really doesn't matter to me as long as that story continues and the yeah. quality continues. But the fact that they're using it to try to get other people onto the book is just, you know, if I if I wasn't reading the book, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's on six hundred. Let me buy this. Yeah, and if you think about it, you're like, oh, I'm new to comics. Oh, six hundred. That's about six hundred issues of stories. I have no idea what has happened. Yeah, it's a big fuck off. You yeah, know? which is uh, unfortunate because I don't know. I guess this kind of funnels into that. What aggravates me is when new readers are unwilling to start a book because. It's at 300, 400, whatever. Right. And it's like, I didn't start reading Spider-Man in issue one. Yeah. You know, I just started. And eventually, you kind of get familiar with the book because it's more of the era that you're in that the sto- those stories are going to... Resonate with. Resonate. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really banking on the fact that you read the 70s version, mm-hmm. the 80s version. So... <clears throat> yeah, it's just... It's more of that... It's almost like a subculture not so much a hobby anymore it's just kind of taking this life onto itself where it is hard to get into it because you're like well how do you start where do you start what am i gonna like who am i gonna like i mean it's kind of like anything you just got to pick it up and go for it in a way yeah and it's always going to be a problem because even though dc restarted we're a year into it almost Mm -hmm. at the you know at this point any new readers are now a year behind Exactly. They're not going to go back through and pick up all 13 issues. I mean, maybe a trade or something. Yeah. But they're not going to understand the entire universe. They're not going to go through and pick up 52 fucking books of two trades each. That's ridiculous. That's a lot to ask of them, too. And and to that slight argument, like, there hasn't been really a whole lot going on. No. So, I mean... Now more than ever, you probably could get away with it, and you wouldn't. There'd be no culture shock or big humps, you know, that you'd have to be like, "Oh, that was a major event that happened," yeah, and that shook up the entire universe. But the problem I can see is that it's always going to be a problem. No, yeah, you can never escape it. That's and the only thing is to just reboot every every five years, all brand new number ones. And granted, they don't have to redo the entire universe, but if they were just like, okay. Title shift, you know. Yeah, or just let the up, series run its ones. course. Just be like, hey, we're gonna do that. Would be the smarter thing. Blank this book for you know, I don't know, sixty-eight issues or whatever. Then that's its story, and you know what I mean. Just kind of like map it out more. I know, I know, it's based off sales and what have you, and who's willing yeah. to work and who's available and what have you. But just have like an end game, so you can be like, all right, that you know, that Green Arrow book or whatever got traded, and pack, you know, it's it's good. That's it. Now it's Green Oak, Green Arrow, you know, retaliation, you know, something stupid. Well, it's like I wrote an article on comicbasters.com about how 
hmm. comics should embrace the TV formula oh, yeah. of having seasons and having off seasons and stuff where you have a book like Green Lantern do six six to eight issues. I, I use that loosely because you could have, you could realistically do eight issues. You don't have to set it at six. And then, you know, have it be off for six months or, you know, four months or whatever. And then maybe you, you have can spotlight Lantern. another title. Yeah. And you have Green Lantern Corpse take over. Right. And not only does it move everything slower so that people aren't so lost with it, but it gives all these creative teams a chance to take a break, you know, burn out your artists as fast. And gives really, it, there's a more of an interest, a dedicated interest, because they're like, oh, fuck, I got to wait for this. I book can't wait till Green Lantern comes back to you. Then exactly. this next season is going to be the shit. Yeah. And it hooks people because they're going to need something to fill that void while they wait for the book to return. Right. And if it's, you know, if that whole Green Lantern. <laughs> sub world is mapped out you know well you can go to corpse guardians lantern and not miss a beat exactly it would build the consistency and the continuity so strongly yeah to where you couldn't fuck it you wouldn't be able to fuck anything up because right. it'd be like here's a giant fucking map if you right. go off course here's you're a off blocked out six month eight month period of where yeah this is not fucked up <laughs> yeah so yeah they should it, it, it goes to one of those things like you know, it harkens back to the digital argument of why this medium took so long to change. Yeah. Like, when the digital stuff started creeping up, they should have already been on that, like, lickety-quick. You know, they should have... I have mean, to... the community was practically doing half of it for them already. Exactly. So. When And they just started to do it if they probably because they were losing so much money on it, and it was just out of control. But that's something they need to adopt because... Their system, like you said, it's flawed. So if I came in as a new reader and everyone's hubbub and bubbing about Green Lantern, I can be like, oh, let me jump on second season. Yeah. And that way, maybe I can get a trade paperback or whatever, a first season. Exactly. And then, I, oh, I caught up. I love it. Now I'm down for the team. And now I'm going to, I jumped in, a great jump on point. I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. Well, yeah. And, and like I said in my article, it's because they're trying to copy the movie industry. And right. that's like, it won't work. you're not set up like the movie industry. You're not. So don't do that. It's not a bunch of one shots. Yeah. So anyways, well, we kind of went crazy with the. Sorry, but. Sorry. Right. Where would you like to, how would you like to go next? Um. What, what, what looks tempting? What, hmm. what box is torn the hardest? You want to get the movie one out of the way? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that one. Figure that something. For people that are just like, shut up, you nerds, about your comic books. You're, I tune in to hear you talk about movies. <laughs> movies and dongs and shit. Well, sir, you're a very small speckle of our audience. You're very small. Sir. We appreciate you none the same. <laughs> All right, this the movie-related one was, um, this came from Carl. Who's been on the podcast. And he's a great asset to the website. Yep which is combasters.com. He has his own website, infozombie.com. <laughs> this one, The Amazing Spider-Man 2012. Yep. Movie, picture movie talkie. <laughs> Got him hot. He said it could be the worst superhero film he's ever seen. And I won't elaborate too much on his opinions because... Oddly enough, we shared the very same views. Yeah, was, as Kevin said right before, when he read the question, he was like, "Did he watch the movie with us?" Because the swore he was right behind us, going, yeah. "Mm-hmm, I agree." This <laughs> Taking is... the same notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, 
saw it a couple of weeks ago, and we I don't know how we did not talk about it on the site. We saw it when it came out, whatever. We we got caught up talking about comic books, actually. Yeah, com- I think the comic business actually was doing well that week, yeah. so we decided, let's go comic books. A lot of the problems with the movie, I think, to Joe Q, movie watcher, whatever, probably fell by the wayside. Like, example he has here when he's falling off the building and Connors has to pull him up. Yeah. You're, you're spy- stick to the fucking building. We've seen you stick to buildings the entire movie. You're, all of a sudden, danger. Ah. Yeah, all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, this building's falling over and I have, like, ultimate stamina and I've never, I'm not winded. I, and then you're hanging on the, you're, you stick to shit, dude. You stick like to shit. Like 90% of what you do. Yeah, just, you know, stick to it and shut up. <laughs> stick like, that landing, Spider-Man. Yeah, it was just, it was dumb. Not a lot of sense was made with that. No, and it was just honestly, it was just there to show that his arm was falling off, and he wasn't that bad of a guy when he wasn't all juiced up on the lizard. Yeah, I was like, it was, yeah, that's exactly all it was. It was dramatic. You know, he had come full circle, and say la vie, I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> or armless. Or I'm a terrible yeah, character. He's armless. He didn't die. He should have. They learned from the mistakes of the first ones, where it's like, don't kill him off. Don't kill him off because you can actually use them. And a sequel. Over and, and over. And not have to push in so many new fucking characters. Another example. In the gym, ball goes to the head. Spider sense goes off. Yep. But when he's playing Booble Bobble in the sewers, uh, no spider sense? No spider sense. Lizards, if you didn't know, apparently can defeat the spider sense. Oh, wait. No, they can't. Yeah. Never mind. Anytime. Like, when well, he even had... that stupid subway scene where he was all <laughs> fucking kickbox champ in the subway when the guy put yep. the beer can on his head why he would do that i don't know yeah. why he would be surprised that someone woke up with a beer can would be pissed off <laughs> i don't know what are you sleeping on public transit in new york yeah. for seriously i know you don't feel well but maybe you should i don't know not take up so many seats and people take a cab that. yeah take a cab <laughs> yeah it was just um it was just bad and then, God, he must have really totally watched the movie. The whole <laughs> scenario where the cranes are coming to get, let's do this for Spider-Man. Yeah, was it just... was like a video game, man. Like, it was. Like... Hey, if you don't make all the spider cranes in time, uh, they throw Gwen Stacy off a bridge and kill her. Whoops, spoiler. But, you know, <laughs> they didn't do that. Yeah, in the realistic, like realistically, are there that many cranes on one city block? Realistically, what were they building? Yeah. Like a whole new city? Because I was like, this thing goes on for months. I, like, I don't think those cranes are permanent. I mean, I don't live in New York. I could be wrong. Motherfuckers could be looking at, there's that fucking crane again. Always fucking helping Spider-Man out. Yeah. And then... It but was I just, doubt it. I've been in New York. I didn't see fucking cranes on the same block. Oh, there's a fucking crane. Oh, there's another one. Let's help Dustin. He's trying to get the Comic-Con. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then I was like, it's all right. I'll just walk. I mean, this really seems like a stupid No, you sure, man? We're going to go ahead and line all these cranes up real quick. Huh? All right. If you insist. I mean, I'm still just going to walk because... Uh, Fuck you. Should have <laughs> let your son die. <laughs> there. Well, that's really cool, but all right. <laughs> uh, my biggest problem with the movie was that it suffered from what I call the Batman syndrome, okay. where I spend more time with the people behind the mask than I do with the hero. Mm. Like, we spend more time with Peter being Peter than figuring out why he's a good hero as a Spider-Man. Right. And that's 
kind of why we're watching the movie is to I, see him in costume. Did you pick up Spider-Man issue whatever to read about Peter? No. You wanted to see him I kick to... the Sinister Six nutsack in. Exactly. I wanted to read about Spider-Man. It's crazy. And I enjoy the tidbits behind the mask, but that's not my focus. Mm-mm. That's not what I'm turning in. Because when you do go behind the mask... That Mark Webb guy thinks he's doing that summer movie, and there's so much cheat caressing in that fucking movie. <laughs> Count how many times a cheat gets caressed. Yeah. And when he came out of the sewer to Gwen's, wouldn't he stink like all kinds of shit? It smell like a fucking sewer. Peter, what happened? Well, did you roll a pig shit for five hours <sighs> in the hot sun? Her dad would have smelled that from the hall. Honey, you got, did you toilet back up or something? I don't remember putting a bathroom in your room all of a sudden, but um, yeah. let me come in there. Oh, you got female problems. Oh, I'm doing this Larry. I got to stay away from those. Those are scary to me. I was going to say something really foul, but then you came in with the toilet oh, thing. Sorry. I was going to be like, homeless man blow bang going on in your bedroom? Because they stink. <laughs> yeah. Google that if you don't know what it is. Homeless people? <laughs> It's not at work. Mm. Um, the other, God, the other thing I had for it was, oh, was uh, Uncle Ben's death. Like that was the most unmoving. Yeah, I, I will definitely admit in the first Spider-Man, it doesn't really work very well in that one either. Like he's it, just, it feels dated. Yeah, like he's just a crazy old guy wandering the streets, and he catches a hot one. Well, I'm, well, I'm talking about like the the Sam Raimi one. It doesn't really work. I meant both just, of them too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very like, and in the comic book, he just gets killed on the front porch. It's like, what? Why can't we just use this formula? He just gets killed on the front porch. Yeah, he comes off real senile. Like he, he yeah, he's just like, ah, I'm gonna stab you, Peter. Well, Peter, hear my voice in the big city if I just yell his name, Peter. Peter, dude, and, old dude, there's things called cell phones, bro, and he'll be back. No, he called them. Remember, he had yeah, that same message that you probably have to call in and save every day because a service provider. Your voice would be box like, is full. This is gonna, we're gonna delete this. You need to resave it. All right, you resaved it too many times. It was just, we get it. Like, Your dad's dead. We get it. And when did you get that new keyboard that you tore apart? Yeah. And all of a sudden you got a new keyboard, bro. Come That's on. His uncle. He's, it's a loner from the. No, his dad. He said his dad. What? No, I meant his keyboard. Whatever. Remember he was typing on the keyboard? Yeah, and no, keys. I know, and it stuck oh, to his fingers. What did I say, his uncle? No, you said his dad. You meant his uncle. I don't his know. arrogant father. It's all right. I knew what you meant, but then you went into the keyboard thing, and I was trying to like address it so that someone wasn't like, Uncle, Uncle, it's his uncle with the dentures. <laughs> From the West Wing. Yeah. I was talking to Jason. He was like, I was glad he died because I was tired of looking at his dentures every time he talked. <laughs> and we talked that. about the scene where, you know, he, is, he was like, oh, good for the continuity. He still had the chocolate milk in his pocket. And I was like, yeah, but he's a fucking piece of shit. We're still having the chocolate milk. You should have seen a scene where he threw the, the stolen chocolate milk. I'm like, oh, God. Or at least gave it to him to try to revitalize him. <laughs> Drink this. <laughs> it's muscle milk, bro. It's elixir plus five. It'll give you five, five hit points back. He was like, beta. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the whole death scene was this terrible and the fact that didn't even they've tried to pull a batman and not resolve him finding the killer of his uncle just pissed me off and how many guys look like a fucking bleach blonde surfer dude that are criminals in new york yeah 200 apparently yeah that was he was just like i got the ways to go 
I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> That's a Queens accent. In case you're from Queens and you're just like, I do kind of sound like that. Did he cast a spell on him? What did he say? <laughs> no, I said, I got some weeds to go. Dude, he sounds like he's from Skyrim or some shit. <laughs> I got some ways to go. I'm a Khajiit. I'm going to sell you some moon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, terrible movie. Yeah. It just. A lot of people seem to like, like it. It was like when we watched it, we were just like, yeah, I think your review was, it's Mo- a movie. It's a movie. And then the more we've like, when it think about it, sits, we're just like, fuck that movie. It stews, it brews around, and you're just kind of like, just stop making these fucking movies. Yeah. I mean, I know you won't. Maybe get a director who understands comic books. Yeah, that's like, I don't know what this whole trend of, let's get a guy who did a genre movie that's completely different than this movie let's get people that do quirky dramedies to film an action movie yeah it's it's very hard for me to believe that yeah. there's like if you look at hong kong cinema i will great and example, I do they know how to film hong kong action scenes you mm-hmm. know like kung fu scenes yeah. but when you bring it over to america they're like let's just do a close-up just so zoom you don't in know to his pocket doing. and watch him fight that's the same equivalent you're yeah. taking it out of the hands of people that know what the fuck they're doing with it know how to show it to the audience and make them understand what's right. happening and then just being like here's an extreme close-up good fucking luck yep. how about some cheek caressing yeah cheeks god that should be on the cover of the dvd it just, probably will just two cheeks and a hand just, mm. cheek caressing edition and like cheeks on your face guys come on come on guys come it'd on. be better if it was the other cheeks <laughs> it would be actually that's another movie that's a yeah. parody that will probably come out soon Caress the spy, the amazing spider cheeks. There you go. Amazing Spider Man blows. Yep. We did it. We covered it. it. <laughs> Hopefully, Carl was like, "Yeah, I'm glad, agreed." I'm glad that was handled. Yes. It, it was about time we talked about it. Yeah, you know? it was. Uh, it was the one superhero movie we saw the day it released, and we didn't fuck talk about I know. it. What can you do? Maybe next time. It just it was so uninspired. We didn't want to talk about it. You know what? Um, there's another hot button. Um, Do tell. Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a, everyone's pretty much familiar with it. It's a source where, you know, kind of in, independent publishers or creator-owned guys can kind of get a leg up, if you will. Yeah, it's uh, crowdsourcing. Exactly. You reach out to the fans, the public, what have you, and go, you know what? what, what can you guys help me with this? Do you want this to happen? You know, I got the I got the way. I just don't really have the means. Yeah. So we come together. Everyone's got a hand in it. We're all stoked on it. Yeah. Microtransactions. Mm-hmm. You know, dollars here. You can always do more, but it's just... Instead of going to one person, like give me five thousand dollars, you go to five thousand people and say, "Give me one dollar." Yeah, and it's perfect, right? Yeah, it's a good system. It's actually Kickstarter's become like the number one publisher of independent books and comic books. So. Who'd have thunk it? And or now it's being abused. Of course, it, is. it took like two seconds. Yep. I mean, you have like companies, and we kind of touched on this in the past. Top Gal. <laughs> I can't even say their name without a little chuckle just dancing on my lips. Fucking. And IDW, they have, they're using, why? IDW is the fourth, they they surpassed Dark Horse. They're now the fourth largest comic book publisher. Something you must be right. do not need 
my money to fund a book. No. You just need to fund the fucking book. You, you just, need to they're figure... almost like they're using it as a marketing thing and a cost-cutting measure. Yeah. You don't want to give, uh, you know, Lamont and Leroy fucking benefits, so you're <laughs> putting a book through there, so now... Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous, and it's kind of... Well, even the Xenoscope animation. I mean, I almost view that as they were just kind of gauging to see the interest in it. That's what it felt like. Because Not so it, much that they needed the money. Like, like Tim Mouse you, didn't draw 15 episodes for you, which is clear from that trailer. There's a, several ish, or episodes already in the can. Yeah. So. It maybe seemed, you know what, that kind of, um, just speaking about that, it came off more as these are done. How are you going to fit the bill for them? Yeah. And oh, let's kickstart it. Now sent them a bill, and we're like, "This is how much you owe us." And they were like, "We don't Ooh, make that much in a year." American money, and you're like, "Yeah," because we got a lot of francs. <laughs> Do they use those anymore? We won't take hot dogs. <laughs> well, boop boop boop. That's it. That's all the jokes got. Yeah. So. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about these kind of? You know, I'm gonna go ahead and say you're a major. You're a label. You're. You're an indie label, but in Kickstarter world, you're you're a big hitter. Yeah. You're well, not, um, and this not... came from uh, Matt, our newest contributor on Comic yeah, Bastard. Thank you, Matt, for that. And I think he makes a good point. He's like, even the big publishers are looking to crowdsource their projects. I'm not against crowdsourcing, and I understand that they need funding to do research and, and interest, but it feels as if indie creators will once again be overshadowed. And I agree, because there have been a lot of indie books. There's even been books that started off as Kickstarter that Image picked up because they gained so much popularity. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, we're going to, you know, that's cool. You got the, the ball rolling. You did your initial cost, and now we're going to make more money for you. Exactly. We're going to get your name out there, your audience, <laughs> brand, totally everything grows. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think it's, it's bunk. If you're a corporation, you should... <laughs> have the finances you should have the The finance the the connections yeah uh you know the understanding of the business to make it happen within your own means and if you can't make the project happen without asking for a handout then it doesn't get on the schedule until you can yeah that's plain and simple if you gotta wait for some checks to clear you wait for those checks to clear if you gotta wait to see how quarter two pans out that's what you gotta do that's why you're a fucking business yeah or if it's that if it's that close to your heart and you're that personal about it cancel some other books seriously get get that going on look at that turd if it ain't selling flush it yeah i mean marvel and dc kind of do that all the time they're like all right these we want these two creators on this book they'll cancel six books to afford the salary Mm -hmm. for them knowing that that one book's gonna sell better i mean it's almost like they're turned into like a some sort of hipster doofus trend they're like oh you're over there let me get a piece of that action you're like dude no that's not what it's for it's not yeah this isn't like the thrift store and everyone's just wearing, you know, ironic t-shirts and shit. It's because they're poor and they have to wear those shirts to, you know, have clothes. Yeah. And I mean, here's a good example. I, I just personally funded and talked about it on the site. It's called uh, No Peace But War. Mm. And it's this um, real life story about this, uh, this one platoon and uh, this guy that was in the platoon and witnessed this heroic act of this guy basically single-handedly took out this bunker of um of the enemy Mm -hmm. and uh i'm probably doing a horrible job Mm -hmm. selling it but um you know it's like he was like i was only able to afford so much of the book 
and I printed it in all black and white and, you know, did what I could with it. And he went back to, not back, but he went to Kickstarter to be like, I'm looking for this much so I can finish it with this artist, give the book a consistent look right. and to color it, you know, and make it to where it's this the, will actually stand out. The best right product now, it could be. Exactly. And, you know, I felt like that was worthy to support, you know, right. I, I liked the fact that the story was realistic, but it wasn't like a, a mouthpiece for the military. It was right. just like, it's a mouthpiece for this guy's. It was a moment in time act. that he had, and he yeah, was like, you know, that what? was just, you know, it's I just need mixed. to share this with people. Yeah, and I think that to me is more of what Kickstarter is going. If he can continue his career after that, that's cool. Like right. if he came back every time, right? Then you there's... know that would be. But it's like when you got like three baby projects and you're starting off, that's cool. Do three. But when you're Marvel, IDW, any of these guys, you don't need that. Right. Like. <laughs> You just you just don't. Why are you in a business if you ask for a handout? Exactly. I mean, so you just got to reevaluate what's important. Stop asking for handouts. If you want to gauge fan response, there's so many comic book websites you can do that on. They'll do that for you. Dude. Partner up with them. Just go. Hey, what are, your, mean, are the fans feeling? This you know. You, just <laughs> you should be on every social network. Yeah. With and that is the exactly. place to do it. It's exactly. called putting up a poll on your Facebook page. On your fucking Tumblr page. Oh, yeah. you don't have one of those Marvel? No, it's because you're behind the times. Do a video or something. Ask, like, when you have all these cons that are just drizzled across America and pretty much in other countries also, go there. Talk to yeah. the fans face to face. Be like, hey, if we did a book about, you know, half men, half scorpion guys, you know, banging alien monkeys, are you all about that shit? And then, yeah, you're going to be like, yes. <laughs> yes, I want to see that. How right much now. penetration? <laughs> yes. Full on. Double penetration with the stinger and everything. It's there. And there How much money can I give you for this? As much as you'd like to spend. $100. That's fine. We will. All right. That's our book, by the way. You can't take the monkeys wear gold. The monkeys wear hockey masks the whole time. Even better. But I don't want to see their faces. They're you don't aliens. want to. They'll make weird faces. Like yeah. their, their O faces are like gross. <laughs> You're like, oh. And they're like and more then, of a vomit face than an O face. And then when they do, it just cuts to a wall with like a banana just getting slapped across it. <laughs> So you're just like, oh, is that like symbolism? Is that <laughs> subtext for... What does that mean? I don't want to think about it, but I need answers. It and then in the back, it just says semen. Yeah, it didn't stand for the monkeys or their semen. It just stood for the fall of Western civilization. <laughs> it's real deep, real deep. A lot of undertones. So do that. <clears throat> Establish comic book companies. You cheap yeah. fucks. It's just... They have so many ways of gauging it's just you know what it it goes back to what we were talking about earlier your old business model don't work no more yeah that's it i mean world's moving too fast buddy for fuck's sakes they even have their own podcast you know i know that marvel has one i'm i'm pretty sure most of the other ones do too and if they don't hey we'll do two podcasts a week we'll sit there and talk about your shit i mean we might use the F word a lot, and we might not like everything that you put in front of us, but we'll fucking do it. Not really. Probably not. Whatever. I guess. Um, <laughs> I'd scratch up a Monday for you. Yeah, I'd see what happens. But, I mean, I they, they have the... a direct kind <laughs> What? I was going to say, and this is for a special fan, I throw it in the bed with Madonna and see if she sleeps with it. <laughs> Dated. <laughs> Joke by all means. Oh, no, it... it Perfect. It's a joke that keeps happening. It's so an Al Bundy joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like they have a direct 
you know, direct access to their, their fan base. Yeah, you're the machine. You're the cog. You don't need help. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Get it right. You know what I mean? There you go. I am not funding any <laughs> corporate kickstarters yeah that'd be fun xenoscope no offense guys i mean i I talked about it i gave people the option i'll give you the option yeah we'll put it out there we'll like hey this is out there uh you know what to do and then we just wink at the end of the article and then you just post a comment i'm not not sponsoring this that'd be like hollywood going it you guys want that amazing spider-man 2 20 bucks and you're like no okay do i get to go see it for free when it comes up oh fuck no we'll send you a postcard maybe do i get to be in it no do i get to show up and hang out at craft services. How do you know what that is? How do you know? Do I get a little hologram card? No. No. We you don't know have, you get. We don't have money for hologram. You cards. get a TV commercial letting you know when it's coming out. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Do I get to see it before everyone else? Oh yeah, sure. Whatever. Oh yeah. Whenever it, you turn on your TV, I mean, just uh, do that first. It'll be at Comic Con. Yeah. Do I get a free pass of that? What yeah. don't you understand about this project? <laughs> but it's exactly like you said. It's just like, hey, you want Avengers too? Gotta pay for it. Yeah. It, you want that Justice League movie? You better pay for it. Oh, otherwise, that nobody's shit's gonna just get that. delayed again. Mm. Anyways, that was a that was a passionate one. That, that was yeah, it was a good one. You know, it was a good one. It's because it's near and dear to our hearts of uh, yeah, indie comic books. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't I don't like seeing indie comic books lose. I don't eat where I shit. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I don't like seeing them lose a uh, a, a faucet of. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. A faucet of uh, funding that's out there for him. The only way you said it wrong, but then you're like, yeah, I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> a facet? Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah, take food uh, out of their mouth when you're eating. Exactly. You're high on the hog. Whitey. So we get. Yeah. <laughs> Whitey will pay. Motherfucker. Um, what else? You got? Do you have one? Or you want to just tackle this one? This is, a, this is an old one, but it still kind of stinks today. <laughs> yeah, I'll save mine for a little bit later, I think. I think there's, uh, there's enough... You know, we'll save mine for all a right, all time. Right. Um, Bruce Wayne. Oh, we're going to this one. You want to do that one? Yeah, no, let's do all this right. one. You um, want to say who it's from first? It's um, from Danny C. Cabrera, I want to say that. I hope that's correct, sir. I think it's right. From and Google Plus. That's again. from Google Plus. Thank you, Google family. The Journey Home. That crap made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> that made us laugh because it was true. <laughs> you were just like... Uh, well, Grant Morrison's on this. It has to be good, at least decent, fair. Yeah, top top tier writer. I don't know. They gave him a bunch of artists so that it would ship on time. That's suspicious. But he wanted another Final Crisis, eh? Ooh. He didn't want. He wanted to give each era and each book its own feel, so i.e. the different artists. Sure, that's we can believe that corporate lie. Yeah, corporate lie. We all know it was his shipping schedule. That was it. And it was a hurry up. Hurry yeah. up, get it done. We're behind. And yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. No. It just You felt... read that first issue. And you were like I I remember I read that first the caveman. Yeah. The Batosai or whatever shit he called it. I got nervous. I looked around the room. I was like, oh shit. I sweat beaded on my brow. I looked for an adult. I was like, someone, explain this shit to me. <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, yeah, if Vandal Savage was there, it should have been cool. Yeah, Vandal but instead, Savage rules. It was just like, wow, you neutered him. Hard. You, you just 
You just took the man that wouldn't die and took his ball sack. You put a rubber band around his nads, and you're like, you walk around for about 45 minutes, and we'll see what it does to you down there. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, I suck now. Um, I mean, just the fact that he just like, left all of his shit. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Batman was here. these things that might help me. Ah. Yeah. And then the super squad of suck showed up, and we're like, we just missed him. Whoa. How do you miss him? You're in a time fucking machine. Yeah. It's you don't called... miss somebody on a time. Oh. You go. You go, okay. Let's go five minutes back. Oh. Again. Credits. Books over. They were like, let's jump again. Let's just continue this five minutes behind him. Stupid trend. Oh. Until he beats us back to the future. And then we're stuck at the end of time. Oh, because he was there too. And really, this was just a big bomb in his chest to destroy the world but wait how did he know that he was gonna lose in final crisis and set all this up especially if that other villain was in final crisis and he was actually the one manipulating do you see why this is shitty that's, yet that's what because i mean dc probably let all that shit silk in there like we got to start over <laughs> yeah well and you back just, us up into a corner mr morris <laughs> the thing is it's like i get it they don't want to touch Grant Morrison. They, you don't go to Grant Morrison and say, no, you can't do that. But you need to. You can't let him be a rock star diva because it fucks with too much of your other shit. Especially yeah. when you put him on a top tier of book. Like, at that point, you have to acknowledge what he says. Or, like, what happened. And right. then all the other inconsistency leading up to all that just shit. Just go crazy, bongos. Yeah, and his answer was just, it's comic books. Thanks, Grant Morrison. I didn't know that. <laughs> Hey, fuck. <laughs> hey, Mad hey. props on most of your work, but that answer. You stupid twats is just comic books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, I remember when he said that. I just looked at it. I was like, uh. The audience got quiet for a minute. Like, you could hear. He a, just fucking say. You could hear a church mouse piss on a cotton ball. That's how yeah. quiet it was. It's and like then, you don't get to use comic books as a reason for why your comic book sucked. Yeah. That's dumb. I, you know what he should have said? He'd been like, hey, man, I got out of control. <laughs> no one pulled the reins in. No, um, one, no one edits my shit. And then other people, <laughs> you know, and I don't like to give up my story before I make it up a month before I turn the script in. So Because I think that's honestly what happened is he, you know, because it already happened with act, the new action comics yeah. and Superman. You know, that's Where everybody why, was just like, what am I drawing? Yeah, that's why George Perez left the book, because he was like, I don't I didn't know what the fuck was happening to the book. Grant Morrison was keeping his shit un, under wraps, and his book's happening before mine, so I can't do certain things in case right. it fucks up to what he does. You know, it's at some point, you gotta be like, Grant, you need to give us a fucking outline. Yeah. And I don't think his writing style is that he works with one. Like, he's more of a, I write it that month. I yeah. write it that month. But that doesn't really work, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, fucking the journey home. I was, and then when he just woke up in the fucking swimming pool, then he's like, nah, time to go back to work. I was like, are these, <laughs> what is up with these last three pages? Why are they so rushed? And then Tim was like, Brosie, where you been? I'm, you're oh. back. I'm the only one that didn't lose hope. You're your shitbag son that everyone fucking <laughs> loves and thinks the best thing that ever happened to Robin. And everyone's wrong. <laughs> he gave up. <laughs> by the way by the way so but it doesn't matter because now i've been discontinued as robin and never happened even if you know there's that one page showing me as robin in that first issue check that out right yeah wow yeah now the journey home 
I mean, it was just like, I mean, look at those covers. They're really pretty. If the covers weren't the nervousness of your hand shaking as you picked it up off the fucking yeah. comic rack, you were like, ah, uh, is he a pirate in this? That's Pirates are cool, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, is he a desperado? <laughs> some of the fucking choices they made. Oh, now he's an actual detective. And then you read the book and you were like, he was never a detective in this fucking thing. He never detects shit. He just yeah, knows shit. No one knows how to detect anything. Uh, Apparently, everyone needs to actually just... If you're going to work on Detective Comics, they should just hand you every Sherlock Holmes book ever written, even a fan fiction of it, so that you understand if that's it was how a me, detective works. I would just go down the New York bestseller and just find a detective writer and be like, hey, bro, here's 20 bucks. Just write this for me. <laughs> just do this. And then I'm just going to add biffs and bams on top of it. <laughs> I'm going to throw some fucker with a white face, uh, some dude with a question marks all over him, but kind of wears like a hat now. He's real distinguished. <laughs> He's got the suit. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? No, no, wait. No, they made the question mark into his hair now because that was really fucking stupid. He got shaved eyebrows, too. <laughs> Does he? Probably. <laughs> You believed it for a second. You're like, that's I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, he's probably got gang ones where you just shave like three lines in it. I can see the Riddler rocking that. He's got YOLO on the other side of his head. <laughs> <laughs> just real, just just real stupid just shit. Real. It's like, how can we make this character worse? They'd be like, you know what, guys? I love the way Batman did. I never, I haven't read a detective book that was so amazing. But uh, your character's uh, a YOLO on the side of Riddler. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know what that means. I keep Kids keep yelling it at me as they throw fucking snowballs on my head in what? the middle of July. The where did they up. get that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, Danny, we agree with you that that one, we, uh, for the website we were working at previously, we wrote several articles of, what the fuck is going on here where we went like page by page and yeah just questioned everything our eyes were were telling us was we're on that page i was like no eyes these must this must be a lie i did not see this it is one of those things where it's like the pieces are in place for something pretty special right yeah and and then it's just that whole like what what it takes you like months to figure that shit out of like yeah. you're taking cold showers and shit like rocking yourself to sleep you're like what happened what did I? And then you look at yourself. You're like, "What did I go wrong? Yeah. What didn't I understand?" <laughs> and the the worst part is you'd kind of forget about it, and then the next issue would come out, and you'd be like, "Well, I'm still trying to figure out the first three. Fuck this fourth one." And by the time you got to the end, just nothing made sense, and the whole issue was just rushed. Yeah, like <laughs> like they were just like, "Just finish this. I don't even care. Yeah. Like I just, I just go back to those last five pages where <laughs> you, if you just read them, you're just like, "What the fuck just happened? He just woke up from a bath." And now he's putting on the bat suit? Everyone's cool. Everyone's fucking cool? Everyone's We're just cool. fucking cool with this. We're battling for the cow, Isn't but everyone's... Isn't Dick <laughs> still fucking Batman? How did he just put on the suit? Wasn't Dick like, hey, what are you doing in my fucking wardrobe? Huh? <laughs> huh, Bruce? Huh? huh? Like, well, I'm two huh? sizes bigger. I'm Diesel. Yeah, You're a little bitch. <laughs> just fucking They were probably just like... hulking that suit. He's like, I got fucking caveman muscle. Listen, that's the end. <laughs> He wakes up in a pool of water. Oh, I get the rebirth. I get you. I get he's being reborn yeah. again. Uh, except for, yes, that cross through water, not uh, wake up in water. I think it's either or, actually. Well. I think because when you're, the characters come from water, it's a symbol of being reborn. Anyway. Well, but when they're put in a man-sized swimming pool, <laughs> it's like a, it just perfectly fit his body. They're like, no, room for one. Just they, him. They're probably just like, listen, put Six him in a goddamn five, just like him. Taco John, order tater tots. I don't give a fuck where you put him. Just end this shit. 
end it. Yeah. And Taco John is in the background. He's just like, thanks for the plug. We don't get a lot of play in comic books anymore. Can but I get a burrito with some tater tots? And, is that Batman? <laughs> is he back? That motherfucker. Oracle at the top. We are of both going to have diarrhea later. That is awesome. <laughs> I got the shits with Batman. I don't even know if Taco Jobs are still around anymore. That's like a Midwest <laughs> thing or something. Yeah, I don't know where Ooh. Taco Johns exist. <laughs> or if they do, no, some, they, remember... someone is working on a Taco Johns listening to this and they're like, this is why. This is why no one fucking comes in here. I just get to listen to my fucking podcast all day. So, thank you, sir. Whoever or you madam. Write us. Yes, or madam. Write us about your experiences working at Taco John. We will read them on air. <laughs> and we'll put comic book characters... Yeah, in your we'll, story we'll just, and make it wicked we'll change all the names <laughs> so let's move on from that one otherwise i think we could spend another hour <laughs> talking yeah. about that oh here's that another shit. one from uh gabriel that hits going on google plus again that's going to hit close to your heart yeah um marvel entertainment basically nick fury jr i'm just going to get yeah, it that's right the, that's the gist of it the meat and potatoes what why shrug hands up well question he has a good little i'll I'll read this one just so he looks like sam jackson in the movies Mm -hmm. there you go you nailed it that's the only reason it's so that because the comic book fan is now ignorant to nicholas fury and all his shenanigans yeah it can only equate him to sam jackson on the screen yeah all because marvel made the brilliant choice of Let's cherry pick from our Ultimate Universe, which is a different line of comics all together, yeah. and our regular universe, and we'll just mesh them into the movies. And then when people go and they're looking for Nick Fury and they see an old white guy who's actually really badass and has a legacy fucking formula keeping him alive, keeping him strong and awesome. Ellipsis. And he's no the one. best fucking spy in the world. Let me just go on. Best spy in the fucking world. He's buried three sons. The motherfucker busted his old woman out of the jail cell. <laughs> Fuck, he is awesome. Like, hey, you don't man, need to get fucking fix this guy. And they were like, well, we confused our audience, so we got to make him look like Nick or oh, our bad. Sam Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to make him his fourth fucking son. Apparently, Nick Jr. Nick Sr. <laughs> Nick Jr. <laughs> Nick Sr. just put his dick in anything he could. He's so back he, to back. With, he just spawned as many fucking children as he could. He's back to back with Dora the Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> the best spy and the best explorer. <laughs> Finally. The backpack's telling Nick what the dude's like, shut up. Puts a stogie out in his backpack eye. Fuck you, backpack. What's Spanish for eat a dick? <laughs> he wipes his ass with a talking map. It's like, don't do that. I can't tell you where to go. Oh, I'll tell you where to go. Yeah. Um, like how many kids is he gonna have? That is he not gonna be happy until he buries every single everything that came from his loins? <laughs> He's always gonna just shoot his balls off and end this. This is like, fuck it. Oh, this legacy virus kept me alive. Blue shit's, shit's a little boring now without a dick. Good Ooh. thing I have pee pee fingers. And he starts running around touching everyone. Pee-pee, pee-pee. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. Yeah, man, just um, just kill him, kill that other Nick Fury or something. Cause I don't like Nick Fury Jr. I think it's dumb. I will not read anything. If he, I, you if know he what? shows up in a comic I'm reading, I'm just gonna put it down. I'm gonna tell you right now. Every... I don't care about his nationality or anything. It's the, just the simple fact that you had to copy the movie 
for the movie audience and not realize that it's they're not your demographic. Yeah, they're never gonna fucking Sorry. care about this character the way your dedicated fans are. Yeah, and that's... you need to get people that fucking read <laughs> to read your shit, not exactly. people that go and pay twenty bucks in a theater and watch it in three D because they're just like it's moving towards me. <laughs> this was I shot feel to... the thrust of the blasters. <laughs> <laughs> say something else. Feel <laughs> <laughs> the thrust of his ass, Jinx. Yeah, so. that's the thing. And every time you say Nick Fury Jr., I think you're going to say James Bond Jr. And then I'm going to think about how that's you chase scum around the world. Great cartoon. I would much rather James Bond Jr. chase scum. Why was James Bond Jr. American? Around the world, because that you know, UK is made in the United States. Oh, I was going to say because they didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> Yeah, I'd much rather watch or read a James Bond Jr. comic book. I'd rather watch that old shit Nick Fury movie that uh, Hasselhoff was in. I would rather watch that too. Than read anything with Nick Fury Jr. Even had though a good look for it. I'm not as passionate about that character. He can either it's either way. So for me personally, but yeah, no, you guys have legitimate arguments. It's I don't want to say it's to the point where they abuse you as a fan. Because in the end of the day, they're just trying to broaden their voice, get many as readers, they, as much readership, followership, can't speak as they can. Comic speak going Comics on right speak, there. big time. And that's the that's kind of the sad, ugly truth. Yeah. And when they do stuff like that, it's like we've talked about before. They're almost pulling a reverse movie where they've changed the nationality in the movie, like a you know, a kingpin mm-hmm. going from an, an Italian guy to an African-American guy. Right. It's like they're doing that in reverse. So it just, you can't raise too much of a fuss because then everyone's just like, racist. Yeah. And it's just like, no, <laughs> you don't need to fix shit that's not broken. Right. Like the rest of your universe, fucked up. Fix Go that. ahead, but you don't need to inject movie you know, I could almost see it. if he was like a newer character, like not even like five years old or something. But Nick Fury's been around for a fucking long time yeah and just to just be like oh we kind of did it in ultimates and, and then we kind of the now we're stuck that with that they've been using him so frequently in the last like 15 years and you know using him well yeah that is it's yeah not it wasn't like, like he was been, a turd of a character yeah it's not like he's just been showing up like he used to in the spider-man cartoon be like good job spider-man i'll fucking do something from here you want to dab that you want a high five knuckle mm-hmm. bump good job realizing that Chameleon was just a copy of me backwards, and the eye patch was on the wrong eye. Can, can you guys just kill shouldn't him? everyone have noticed that? Can you just kill him from space? Wouldn't that have shown up <laughs> on the retina scan when your right eye was scanned? Wait oh, a minute. you are a rascally scamp, Peter. Always asking these <laughs> questions. Pinches his nipples. He's just like, ah, I can see him through the suit. Get out of here, you damn kid. What is that, a Terry Clather? <laughs> you want to tackle this last one? What's from, the? Uh, the Last Google. Uh, I can't find it. Where's it at? Uh, sound, from sound Matt off. Griffin from uh, Google Plus as well. Oh, go ahead and I'll let you know. Yeah, I thought you wanted to read this one. The, you wanted to read it from beginning to end. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. you were just like, this fucking needs to be read. <laughs> now I got the gigglies and I don't think I can do <laughs> right, it. Fine, then I'll do it. <clears throat> I'll try. Okay, go ahead. When I was 15, back in 1992, two things just killed it for me and I didn't collect for another 15 years. One, Griffin and Dematis, butcher names. Giffen. Giffen, leaving Justice League and Dan Jurgis taking over. Oh God, this sucks so bad. 
I thought that Jurgens was a much better artist and writer than he is now, but just to be fair. And then there was the death of Superman, and that sucked. <laughs> Even then, I know this was just a way to get me to buy comics again. And I have, it didn't have to do squat or tell an interesting story or art. And you know what's a funny thing? Dan Jurgens did Death of Superman as well. So basically, Matt saying Dan Jurgens blows. Blew back in the 90s. <laughs> he blows today. He kind of does. No offense, Dan. I mean, yeah, he is better, but it's like, with Dan, you cannot let him write and draw a book. He's, he suffers from Terry Moore, or, or T- Tony Daniels. Sorry, Terry Moore. Fuck. <laughs> Terry Moore's like, fuck you, my man. No, no. he. That's what you should aspire. Exactly. And it's more I of thought like you a, love my book. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. Sorry. I misspoke. I, my head, my brain, my tongue was ahead of my brain. My brain was ahead of my tongue. I my don't know. Tongue was in a guy's butt. <laughs> Terry's like, Gross. whatever. <laughs> um... But yeah, like Dan Dan Jurgens and Tony Daniel, I kind of put them on par with each other because they're both writers and artists that can do one or the other and actually can do that quite well. But then when you start giving them the entire book, then you start to see like... You almost get like uh, neurotic is, where they're just like, uh, uh... Well, you know... They, ooh, they, story they, sucks? <laughs> it's just those deadlines. Mm. They're creative killers. So the story starts to become really just... Blah, because, you know, they're writing for themselves. And I'm like, well, let's do fucking 15 spots pages and call this <laughs> issue good. Or something suffers. Either they start to phone in the art more or the, you know, just the, the story. Uh, Dan, just, why does he have two left hands? Why does he have two? Did your inker fix this for you at all? I'm my inker, too. Oh, fuck, I told them to assign you an inker. Well, make sure you fire your inker. Well, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, I, agree. we can all agree about the death of Superman just being a sales gimmick. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, even the um, that documentary about Superman, they pretty much said as much. They're like, we're getting our asses kicked on the Superman shit. Mm-hmm. We need something, and that one asshole was like, "Fucking kill him! Can we kill him? I would like to kill him." If you think every of- fucking <laughs> pitch session, he was like, "Kill Superman." If you think about it, though, brilliant idea. Yeah, it was a great. It was the first great sales gimmick. Miss, and then we're paying for it ever since. Yeah, because they had no... Here's here's the thing. It was great, but they should have had the return already lined up. Mm-hmm. And so that it wasn't so fucking shitty. I think it was more like, you know, I wasn't there, but 50-50, like, well, either people are going to buy into this and we're just going to hurry past it, or it's actually going to, you know, do something. Yeah. And I think they were like, oh, shit, this actually made an impact. What do we do? I don't know. Let's bring them back. But how do we bring them back? Bunch of different assholes. But that's the thing is they should have, you know, granted that they were the first to do it. Right. But they should have realized that even if it didn't pan out and they just left them dead, they should have still had a game plan to bring them back. Like, Dude, I hate to it say was it. almost like their planning period just stopped. They, were, they figured out, we can make a lot of money off of this. And they just stopped caring after that. Even when they have... Even today, they don't have a plan to bring anybody back. I know. That's that what I'm saying. They should have that plan. It's like they just think of cool fucking deaths, and then they don't realize these characters can't stay dead because they are a brand at that yeah, point. Yeah, business, not you know, Look how fucking long Johnny Storm was dead for. Two minutes. Couldn't even get an R.I.P. Johnny t-shirt. I couldn't even cook a Hot Pocket by the time that motherfucker came here's back. Your, uh, here's your t-shirt. No, no, I'm already Rebirth shirt. I want that one. He's I back on. that one. Oh, yeah. so what do I do with all these shirts? <sighs> Shove them up your ass. Rebirth. <laughs> send him to send him to third world country. 
<laughs> the wear that and the losing Super Bowl champion T-shirts. <laughs> I get two shirts to pick from. Yay! Exactly. Well. Yeah. So I mean, I and the uh, I can't speak a lot about the Giffen and Dematis. I just know that, you know, that's where you get all the kind of like the historic run of like Booster Gold, and it's just like really quirky Justice League team that everyone just loved because they took these B-listers and made great stories with them. And Dan DiDio was just like, I don't like this shit. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this up. And that's you know that's when they started killing people, killing characters from that run. Like obviously Ted Cord, still dead. Um, you know, I mean he it just and there was a whole conspiracy that that DiDio just really went after those yeah. characters because he didn't like the run. But it's become such a historic run that like people just yeah like people were just like i loved it you know i mean you made me give a fuck about guy gardner and booster yeah. gold before before it was they're forced into a book that they can't move yeah. on their own <laughs> exactly so i mean i can yeah i can definitely see how them just being like all right we're off this fucking book we're just fuck it yeah we're tired of the well especially if your shit's gonna get bullied around you know yeah. what i mean and it's just yeah and it's just like takes the fun out of it Everything they did was just intentionally undone. Yeah, and that's gotta be hard as a creator to watch shit that you try to build up and set up for the next people, and the next and guy was pulled just the like, rug out from under it. No, yeah, I don't like this. I'm gonna kill him, him, her. I'm gonna, Guess him, I'm gonna make him crippled. That one wins. Uh, wins the lotto, and no one sees him ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Won the lotto. He doesn't even care. Never <laughs> even cared about justice. He just wanted money. Guy, and it's not even booster gold. It's just like <laughs> one guy just stopped showing up. <laughs> just like, ah, fuck it. Where is he? I we just he just showed up in the first issue. He was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't know. They're gonna cancel us. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> He's working at Pizza Hut right now. He saw it coming. Yeah. Wow. He's the phone order guy. Not even the driver getting tips. He's just. <laughs> He's the guy <laughs> fucking up your order. Like He's like, wait a minute. We have a website now. I don't know why I have to talk to you. <laughs> Can I do this on a computer? Aren't robots making pizzas now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes Futurama. The dog's fucking <laughs> in, the, in the spaghetti sauce eating meatballs, pooping. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought of this. <laughs> so... Uh, I guess the moral of this episode of CBMFP was to watch more Futurama. <laughs> yeah, you should. Read less comics because that'll break your heart less. Don't read the Futurama comics. They're not no, very good. They suck. They kind of make you sad. You're just like, oh, this is not good. First off, thank you guys for listening. Second off, thank you for sending these in. It means a lot to us. We love to have this interaction with you guys too. You know, just finger pulls to see what you're thinking. Um, apologies if we rambled on too long and <laughs> kind of like yeah, we didn't know maybe missed the point <laughs> of what you asked, but I think we nailed them all pretty well. Yeah, and maybe we didn't like sit here and yell the whole time. Maybe we were kind of goofy about it, but I think that you know it kind of makes the pain. Yeah, it eases. You know what? That's what they say. You know, you get in a huge car wreck, laughter, and then you're fine again. <laughs> I can't use my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, don't know, I don't know yeah just maybe they meant laughing at other people i don't, I don't know <laughs> he can't use his legs like a dog wearing sunglasses on his butt that's hilarious that is hilarious so 
once again, thank you guys. Um, we hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you, we'll probably do these, try to make them a habit. Maybe once. Yeah, maybe we'll try to just do once a month, maybe one, like once. one episode where it has one in it instead of yeah. a whole episode of it. But this was kind of give. I think there was some confusion when I posted the question out there mm-hmm. to everyone where they weren't really sure elaborating of, on yeah. like the passion of yeah. You know, so maybe now they'll understand. It's like yeah, it's what tears uh, your turd box. Well, you that's what you've been listening to. Yeah. CBMFP presents what tears my turd box. Tell your friends. Let's make it a talking point. Yeah. We'll do it again real soon. Um, we'll see, um, <clears throat> I guess, the results or the response. Yeah. And if there's tons, <clears throat> we'll just keep doing episodes of them. Or we'll sprinkle them in. We'll just see how we'll see how it plays. Yeah. And we'll, one day when Kevin finishes uh, one more day, we'll maybe I'm, we'll tackle that one. I'm chipping away at it. That might just be a whole fucking episode. One day at a time. Because I got a lot to say. And then Dustin had his... Uh, Oh yeah, I never got to my turd, turd box. It's so good. we'll we'll keep that we'll keep that in the cellar, close yeah. to Grammy's body. So because it's one that's only probably pissing me off. So. <laughs> People are like, I wasn't really bothered by that. It's just the voice of one angry man. <laughs> it is, and I don't care. That's fine. Like this is when I, when you hear my question, you'll be like, or like mine. Your your turd my terror. personal yeah my turd terror. Um, <laughs> that's not like <laughs> like a pepnobismal. Uh, <laughs> That was like a personal problem. Is what yeah, it sounded like. Maybe, um, you you might just completely be like, "This guy's just fanboy raging right yeah. now," but I don't care because that's what this is about. That's what know? exactly what this is about. This is your soapbox. We are CBMFP. It's Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast. Google Plus, Facebook, Twitter, it's all there. Tumblr, Pinterest, attack it, attack it, attack it. We'll see you next time. A comic book, Reginald? Are you sure? As sure as I am of your disgusting pig-knuckled touch. All right, Reginald. You be careful. Right, let me see here. I'm just going to flip through a couple of pages. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I can't read. <gasps> oh, dear God. I can't read. I know. The only words I know are bologna and jalapeno. Oh. Bologna and jalapeno? Oh, that sounds delicious. Our lives are filled with such chows. <laughs> oh, it's chaos. Chaos, you stupid slag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight it. When you fight it, it hurts me. Tickles, Reginald. <laughs> uh, bring in the thunder and dynamite. <laughs> Why won't you shut up? <laughs> I'm sweating now. And I... What was that? You can stop it. <laughs>